Okay, welcome everybody to a new podcast here on 303. Got some interesting conversations and got some the same brilliant people back again, which is fantastic. On, um, I suppose this is a we're in a new era now. We've got new governments in our local area, etc. So, gonna have some interesting topics coming up in the future because we don't have to sit on the fence anymore. We can have a look at what's going on. But tonight, only one or two, one or two of these topics may actually play a part. The first one they probably don't care about, so we'll get on to that in a second. I've got Stoogie here. How are you doing, Stooge? Good, thanks. Uh, it's been a rainy day. I've been upset about it. So bit upset. I, yeah, I hate rain. Oh, I love rain. I hate it. Oh, I love no, rain. I hate it. Oh, that's another podcast. That's a, I'm going to write that. <laughs> I'm going to write that down with a with the pineapple on pizza debate. That's love rainy oh, days. Oh God, no. I love on. pineapple on pizza. Oh, oh, pineapple on pizza on a rainy day. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Got to do that. Hey, doing there. Nocky? Oh yeah, me, me, I'm <laughs> yeah. great. I'm fantastic. I'm uh, off my own little world. You know, it's it's a rainy day. So yeah, you like rainy days too. I find my mind flutters away. Flutters. Okay. It can't flutter. flutters. It's raining. Yes. Right. Okay. Um, our first topic, guys, going to hit to. We'll just get straight into it, pretty much, because we're going to fight it out. Um, it's about pay to win, and for those people which are in the computer gaming world, pay to win is a very big thing. It's the same as real life. It really is. It's like, um, for example, if you're a Manchester City fan then you'll be harassed every single time that you guys score a goal or win a game or win a trophy. It was basically pay to win because, you know, you bought the best players in the world and put the team together with the best players in the world and now you're paid to win. You know, in comparison to, you know, I, I think Man City has a, a budget of like like something like $2 billion or it's worth about $2 billion or something like that. Leeds United's worth like $200 million. So that's what pay to win so it's the same as that but in computer games the difference is with computer games it's very affordable so we're not talking about billions of dollars here we're talking about a game which you can have often for free or you'd buy it for 50 bucks um, but then there are other options and those options are about is where you put money extra into the game on top of the game and you get something so there's two arguments two two big discussions here on it and i think the hardest the reason why you can never win a pay to win debate it's because people don't actually, no one actually agrees on what the pay to wins are. Um, like, quite the grey area, especially even so if you much find us, I'd imagine it's quite the grey area. So much grey. So I'll, I'll give you my example of a pay to win. I'm quite happy to admit that I do pay to win if and only if it's about things such as buying more storage capacity, uh, more, more bigger bags, or um, things like that which give you opportunities or maybe even a four or five day advantage to get in the game earlier i do it to get rid of the crowd so i get in there earlier i accept it that's pay to win some people will say that's not pay to win and they'll say pay to win is more so related to buying something which gives you a plus five on a gun or or better bullets or something or uh, more access to this unlocks a gun if you pay if you pay this extra money you get this gun at startup for example and therefore gives you an advantage such as a tarkov pack which gives you more guns more ammo more better stuff i do do the taco the tarkov pack so i admit i am paying to win on in that regard but i'm actually not doing it for that i'm doing it for the storage but the rest comes with it and that's why i said i'm, I'm happy to pay for that and I, i'm happy to wear the whole pay to win some people, however, say pay to wins only if you're basically affecting like you in a battle, like you're on a fight. It's like you've paid for something, so therefore you get more access to it and a weapon or bullets or better armor, and therefore you're, you've got an advantage over them because you paid more in the actual fight. But like I said, I, I, think, I think pay to win comes back to any advantage, which makes your game easier. And therefore, that, that's my example of pay to win. My pay to win is if you purchase the game for $50 and then you pay anything extra on top of that, and that makes your game easier, not look better. So we're not talking about skins. Don't care unless the skins have a value in the game, which is also interesting too. But if the skins are just looking there, if it's just how they look, like they, it's a, it's a skin on top of a gun or a skin on top of a costume or something like that, then um, that's not pay to win. That's just... That's just pay to look good. You have no advantage over that player. But if you get any advantage around that, if you get like potions which give you XP boosts, which is common in pay to win, that's pay to win. And I don't do that. Like I said, I only really do storage because I'm a I'm a hoarder in games and my storage is always a problem in every game I ever play. So I would do that. And that gives me an advantage because the people which haven't got that have to make a decision. That decision is... Do I get rid of that to put this in 
or do I keep this and get rid of that? Whereas I paid for storage. I can say I have both. So that gives me an advantage. But it's come up big time regarding um, Diablo's coming out. Diablo 4, and they're talking about the pay-to-win there in terms of early access to the game. If you pay more money, you get early access. You get also different mounts with different abilities on it. You get different other things in your pack, which gives you an advantage in the game, apparently. Um, early access too, doesn't it? Yeah, it gives you Didn't early you access. That? I think it's four days early access. And, and like in a PvE game, I don't think that really matters. But in a PvP no. game, it certainly does matter because... When the other people are joining on day one, you've already been there at day minus four. So you've got four days worth of play. And if you think of how a gamer works, that four days is actually flat chat, big time playing. So they could be at level, you know, if something up to level 60, for example, they could be level like 30, 40 by the time everybody else jumps in on day one. You go into PvP, you've got a massive advantage. Am I okay with it? I'm okay with it on this regard. If they tell me up front, this is pay to win, and show me how, and show me this is the length of the game over the long time, long period of the game. Then that's cool. I'll accept that. I won't buy it. I won't play it. But I'll accept it. Um, I don't like it how it gets sneaked in because they need to make more money in the future, and they start start bringing in some little XP boost, for example. And they often use it, say, "Hey, bring your friend. If you bring your friend in this weekend and use this coupon, we'll give you a thirty percent boost in XP, so your friend can do it." That's kind yeah, of pay like to a win. referral. That's re- yeah, referrals. That's kind of a pay to win, and they're things I don't like and bringing in. I understand why they do it, but it kind of can change the way a game works, you know, um, or you know, the, yeah, and those type of things. Um, so that that's where I am with it. Um, there are games which I play, which are openly, and I've got I can finance it, so I can actually just win if I want to. But my favorite game in the world for pay to win which i hate i won't play anymore but i want to because i love it so much is arcade arcade is pay to win and that's basically buying boxes where you get all the stuff for free and you buy gold basically who the richest some people have spent forty fifty thousand dollars on that game there's no way you can equal them it doesn't matter what you do unless you drop forty thousand fifty thousand dollars on it and that and if you don't think that's right go, go check it up there are games out there that people spend way more money on that on pay to win so that's where my i'm at I'm interested now from you two. Where's pay to win for you guys? Like at what level? And um, would you do your pay to win? And is there a solution to pay to win? Yeah, you go, man. I'll go. All right. Well, I'd. I guess you could say I do pay to win with Tarkov. I pay for the big pack for more inventory space. Um, but I don't like. I don't. I go. I. I suppose I don't directly pay for uh like a stat boosting pay to win aspect like i don't go oh i'm gonna pay for a better game but i'm gonna pay for more damage in a game so that's that's what i is like a, is, is a general that yeah that's pay to win obviously in tarkov having a bigger inventory means you can get more money you can do things quicker and effectively you're further ahead than people who don't have the big storage a big inventory so you kind of are ahead in in a way you still have you know you got a bigger better, better gun so you got Let's be Stat honest. Let's be honest. Point. It's not in a way. It's a huge in Tarkov. It's a huge event. Oh, right? in in Tarkov, it's massive. Tarkov like is most huge. other games no, but Tarkov it is a huge advantage. Yeah. So yeah, I I guess in in that sense, yeah, I I, I do pay to win, but I have never I I've never paid to to have stats directly. Like it's not like a here's five bucks, give me some more damage. I've never never done that. But that's definitely pay to win. Um, the the line that I draw, I'd say, is anything that provides you, I guess, directly and in in Tarkov's case, indirectly giving you boost to like stats and stuff. So I guess it's more so if you if you're paying for cosmetics, like I'll pay for cosmetics day in day out. I don't mind that. That's fine. I'll do it all day every day. And I I and some games are rely on on that stuff. And you know if you if you if you love the game, buy some cosmetics. Um, support the game but yeah i think drawing the line is does it give you stats to improve your character or your gameplay in some way if the answer is yes then it's pay to win whether it's directly or indirectly i guess i can back onto that like okay. i'm not one that pays to win like i i just don't like investing money more money into a game that i've already bought my only exception obviously is a subscription based game i will pay 
because I want that upkeep on the game. But for pay to win for me, like I'm I'm not down for it. if I can still earn those same rewards and be on the same level playing field, it might take me longer to get there. I won't go for the pay to win route. I'll just if I'm into that game, I'm going to go and earn it myself. Mm. I don't like when pay to win comes into effect when it's something you're, you're buying, for example, storage, getting that extra storage, and I will never be able to get that. Now, I'm not one that plays Tarkov, so I actually don't know if like I can go out of my way and grind on Tarkov to get extra storage. You but, can actually. You can in-game. Well, there you go. So like, I would yeah. grind for that, but I would not pay for it. As much as it might be the biggest convenience in the world... I just, I, I, I don't know, there's something about me that's just like, no, nah, I'm not paying for that. So I guess, and I guess if it, if it does come down to you're able to pay for it and anyone can go get it, even if they pay or not, I believe that's more of pay for convenience. So it's going to be that sort of sitting there where, all right, if I get this, it's going to you know, give me some convenience involved. It's going to take my grind down. It's going to take my amount of time that I require in the game down. But I mean, I bought, buy the game to play it buy the game to put those hours into it so i'm going to yeah um so i just i I don't like games in general that have the pay to win where i can't get that on the same level playing field. i don't mind playing that job but you're right when it comes to a pvp based game those people that get ahead like yeah that sucks but at the same time i'm there's not been a game where i've made sure to get myself ahead for a long time just because mostly work gets in the way or life gets in the way. Yeah, so yeah. You, you, I'm not, you a, grow I'm up. not a world first person anymore. Yeah. So I guess that's that's probably why my mindset's changed. I think if you asked me when I was like 18, 19, 20, when I had, you know, had money to burn, was doing whatever I want, I probably would have paid to win. Yeah. yeah not so much. I, I don't know. It's not, not that I'm against it. I just won't do it. And I just don't like it if it causes a complete unfair playing field where i can't get that item or i can't get that gun because you paid for it and you're now doing more damage than i am okay what what about let's say for example um sort of sort of mightiest right is in a game right and you can get that by running dungeons or rare loot around the place and killing a million furbies or something like that you can get that it's a rare drop it happens or you can buy the pay-to-win pack, which were actually like twenty dollars, and you get it in that pack. I'd be fine with the grind. I've are you fine with it? Games, but no, but so. are you fine with the game doing that? Yeah, yeah. No, if, so, they, if, if, if that game wants to, if that game wants to make it so some people find it easy and they can get that piece of um, loot and they're making profit out of it, they can go ahead as long as they're still putting time and effort into that game, like cosmetics. I see it no different to a cosmetic, pretty much. Because no, because, no, because the cosmetic doesn't have a stat. Sorry, what was that? The the cosmetic doesn't have a stat. Cosmetics, yeah, they don't have a stat. But yeah. I mean, if if I can grind it or I can pay for it, I'm going to go down. Yeah, but you, the grind you, you could have a blue cloak of coolness, not have a red cloak of coolness, and difference is color. It's not going to make any difference to me and you in a fight. But but the sword of mightiness would have a plus five modifier. You're you're spending six months trying to get it. I just put twenty bucks in and got it. Now we're meeting in battle, and you don't have it yet. I'm fine with that because then it will come down to yeah, like I don't have it. Maybe I got to grind it. But games don't usually like better higher end games don't usually put in something that's going to absolutely flood the field where everyone's just going to have this one single item and compare it to people that who are grinding for either that eight that same item that for um they're gonna have something similar or, or along the same route and yeah if people want to pay for convenience let them yeah i'll still go down the, the the other route and on the other side of it like bringing in some of those bigger online games where they've got you know pay to win aspects or pay for convenience aspects a lot of them have communities around them where you can invest in-game currency to you know, trade off for a better piece within people within community I'm fine with that as well. If they want to use their in-game currency for in-game trading, and they've got big communities around that, do that as well. See, I think I think that's so. I think that is okay because usually you have to grind to get in-game currency, anyways. Some games, some games you have to pay for it, and you know what? That's those true. People as want to well. pay for that as well, um, and they have all this stockpile of 
currency and they are uh, you know, starting to fund these big trading communities, let them. The little person along that's going to grind is either going to use them or just go grind it themselves. I and suppose I, I, can, I can say it a counter, counter that is, if it's say, let's say for you, you're playing the game, you know, you're grinding for it. Versus someone's buying it, you're, you, I'd imagine, ideally, is going to be far superior at actually playing the game. Yeah, so... usually, 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 a lot of the pay-to-win people, and it's not everybody, but a lot of the pay-to-win people, interesting, are really in it for a short period of time. They want to get that like like little bit of win out of their game, and then they go on to another game. Interesting. Not everyone, like I know, mm. there's there's still people that would hardcore go into. It. I've got plenty of. What, what about what about this argument? What about this argument? I've got a friend of mine who, who throws a lot of money at games. And I, I say to him all the time, why? He doesn't play with me. Right? We don't play together. We ha- talk about games all the time, but we don't play because he knows I've got a problem with the way he does it because he actually buys games stuff illegally too. I'm like, why? He goes, oh, Jay, I'm busy. I, I don't have time. I don't have time to grind. I don't have time to do all that. So I just want to rock up the end game straight away, get in and do the stuff. I don't have time. So I said. So, so I said to him once. So you'd pay somebody to, to you know, to, um, you know, run the game for you. He said, "Oh yeah, I do. I always do. I'm not interested." So see, I find some. I'll let you finish first. Yeah. So it's just well, yeah. That that's that's a pay to win thing, you know. It's it's and that that's his angle. His angle is, I want to play. For example, he he would want to play some polite World of Warcraft, but he doesn't want to do any of the level grind, of anything. He just wants to rock up and do the dungeons. That's all he's interested in. That's all see, he cares I'll, about. I was going to use um, World of Warcraft as an example. So if in that scenario, if someone was pay pay to win, basically, and you're only doing dungeons where it's only PVE, I couldn't give. I couldn't. I don't care. You're just trying to. You just. You do want to play that part of the game, and you yeah. just want to get there faster to play that specific part of the game. But they're not. But it's PVE. Not locked. But if it's PVP, yeah. I, I yeah. I I. I pay to win, and I think it's a bit, a bit dodgy. Yeah, look, you, you could. Wouldn't you have Nox? Not Nox a world. He says he's not a world first, though, but he, he plays in plays pretty serious World of Warcraft with a pretty serious um, guild on servers that are pretty competitive, right? Um, hmm. You you might have somebody in your some people in your team which have done that, correct? Does it bother you? Yeah, I absolutely do. Um, so. When it when it comes to them, say boosting themselves, boosting. Up, sorry, like, yep, that's the word. There, there's absolutely people in the game that will a gold, and obviously you can funnel money in, like real life money, to get gold by selling tokens or whatever they call it now. Yep. Um, and then you can use that in game currency to buy people to boost you. That's fine. That's a community now. Like people do that as a part of their way of making gold in the game. Let them. Right, that's still not going to make them the best player that they can be. They're not playing the no. game to learn the game. And look, some people nat- come naturally. They they get to that stage where they're just like, oh, I just want to do dungeons, and that's what I'm going to get into the game to do. And they get to there, and some of them are naturally good, but they're still going to be that little bit stunted of not knowing what's going on, not knowing how their some of their abilities work or anything like that. That's where they have to then invest time. So you, you, I, I still see it as okay. They're they're, they're removing the time of having say level or grind a piece of gear but they're still got to put in time to become that better player that's fine that's paying for convenience and i think go ahead do what yeah. you want with that. so diablo's um, got three editions coming out right one's standard one's deluxe and one's ultimate and the main things are there's a number of things like pets in the game which um you get on the ultimate edition that you don't get and you've got to work for in standard um there's um, extra for you get four days. So if you buy this, if you pre-order the, the game in the standard edition, now in the old days, geez, I don't even know how far I'm going back, but I'm going to say like five years ago, I hope. But I'm probably going back longer than that. In the old days, a pre-release, if you bought something a pre-release, you had access to the game early. That was the point of pre-release, right? You bought it pre-release, they rewarded you with four days in the game beforehand. With this, it's not. Pre-release for standard edition does nothing for you. Um, in actual fact, you've got to get deli- a digital deluxe edition, and then you'll be given f- up to four days early access. 
Now, what's interesting is the wording on it has been changed a bit. The deluxe digital edition says up to four days early access. The ultimate edition is guaranteed four days early access. Right. So it's, it's that's that's dodgy as I mean, dodgy as fuck. Okay. Now, if we're, I didn't realize there was a big PvP section in this. I still don't think there is a big PvP section. It's there no, for not sure. Really. But uh, I don't think that's a part of it. If it's PvE, I, I don't really care. Right. It's. Yeah, you know, uh, I play with enough people, and and most people who play with me will tell you that I don't brag my characters over other people and say stuff like that. I just don't do that. I'm not that sort of player. I, I'd rather wait for people. I, I'm actually I'm criticised more so for that because I'll sit back and wait for people, and I'll I'll wait for somebody else to get the game before I play it first because I want to play it with them. It's part of my experience. I'm not We've one. Yeah, that... helped a lot of people in Tarkov. Like we, we yeah. halted ourselves up to try and massively. Bring people with us. That's what we kind of do. Actually, is just take people through and help them. Yeah. Um, whereas, yeah, the not boost them, help them. Yeah, and there is a big difference between that. They're not paying us either. We just decide. I like the beginning stuff of of Tarkov and that sort of stuff better. So I like those yeah. stuff. So that's better. But you know, people are saying this is not paid. To, this is all pay to win now because you get these extra mounts. And all these other type of things in the game, um, which I believe that you can get them all also in the game normally, but you can't get the four-day passes and that. Um, no. I'm just like, the reason why they're doing it is there's a good article on something the other day about Lost Ark. And when Lost Ark came out, they had like an extra, like for an extra bit of money, you got four days extra play. That's all you got was like four days extra and everybody paid like $30 more or something just to get in extra and play Lost Ark. And it was like a massive financial boost for the game, like huge. People paid way more than they should have just to get extra access, which is why they're doing it. And if you look at the pre-sales, which they've they've done, the uh, Digital Deluxe and Ultra, Ultimate Edition, by the way, which is coming up to close to $200, um, $200 Australian, everybody's paying for it. Like yeah, standard, it's 154 Australian. Is that for Digital Deluxe or Ultimate? That's digital. Uh, that's ultimate. Sorry. That's ultimate. One hundred fifty-four. Okay, so one hundred fifty-four dollars. People paying to get a couple of little mounts, um, and of course the four-day access. Um, there's a couple articles here. I've got pictures where they changed the wording, so I don't know which one's the most common wording. One for the four days. Um, okay, so the common wording is now up to four days early access for Diablo 4 pre-purchase bonus. So the basis around that is obviously based on server stability. It's still they're, obviously they're doing all their beta yeah. testing. Is that standard edition two now? Uh, no, no, no. Standard edition does not have that. But still, so on pre-order standard edition, you can't play early. You cannot play early, but that 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 would be why the wording has changed. It is going to be based on server stability because obviously right. I don't oh, know how many people are going to smash the server. Uh, can, can I make a, a can I make an assumption then? And you're a Blizzard fanboy, so you might be able to answer this question easier. Can you tell me? Do you reckon ultimate? is going to, like Arcage on Platinum, uh, and Arcage had the same Platinum Gold, etc. editions, do you reckon Ultimate will have more likely get in due to service stability? <laughs> I don't think so. From from what I could see, because I, I had like, you know, a plethora of people around me that were playing it, I got a whole bunch that were playing Digital Deluxe, a whole bunch that were playing Ultimate. It wasn't discriminating when they were trying to get into the service. They were just, that some people would just get in before others. For what game? In, into the Diablo beta, because obviously, if you bought it, okay, like, but that, yeah, that's the beta, it. not release, but isn't it? We don't know about release, so yeah, so it, it's going to be different, obviously, on release. Yeah. But if you had bought those uh, deluxe, uh, sorry, digital deluxe edition and ultimate edition, the other day you got it invited into a closed beta before this weekend, so it was a weekend. Yeah. You actually yeah. got brought in for a closed beta where they got to test that, and it was just there was no. No um, discrimination against it, if you know what I mean. It didn't matter what version you got. You were possibly getting in or possibly not getting in. You are getting random disconnections. Yeah. Because obviously it's so, testing. So Arcage... Arcade... the same way because it has been like that in the past. Yeah. Okay. So Arcage had um, like bronze, silver, gold, platinum, right? And each one you bought cost an extra $25, $30 Australian, right? So it went up in order from like a basic $39 up to like $140 or something like $100. Anyway, what happened was when the queues happened for the games, um, people bought the platinum and didn't have a problem getting into the game. 
Other people mm. waited 15,000 people in queue and waited four or five hours. Is that pay to win? I believe that's pay it's, to win. It's pay to play. It's, there it's, is no it's doubt pay it's pay to play. play. In a lot of ways. It's pay to play, but if you can then play, you can then win, right? And get ahead, yeah. You can get ahead. Look, yeah. The, the big thing that I can see, the, the difference between the digital deluxe edition and the ultimate edition is you're getting an extra sort of accelerated seasonal battle pass, which is a XP drop increase, and you're getting tier skips. So it's cosmetic stuff. And then the other thing is an, an emote. If you just want to go Wait, the, uh, the price uh, down, you're getting the same mounts, you're getting the same Are the battle passes all cosmetic? Battle pass is a, from what I'm reading, it is a XP increase on your first character, so on your character. Yeah. And... Um, cosmetic items. So that is and, uh, clearly pay to win. There's no doubt about that. And 20 tier skips. So when you're doing your tier riffs, you can skip ahead 20, which is, yet again, whatever. You can either grind, you've got the opportunity to grind them either way. So, how, how, yeah, hang on a second. But, right. But if there's 40 tiers, I'm thinking um, there are other battle pass they do for Cold War, right? Yeah, the, the, the better stuff is it like. 20 plus yeah, in, in I, the I tiers. Like, so, it, so if you skip the first 20, then you start at the very best thing and you do the next best thing where, yeah, that's what happens in COD. So the, the good weapons unlocked and the good stuff like that is all the good. But, but then it comes down to, yet again, from what I'm seeing in Diablo, what I see from my friends playing at both 3 and 4 and they were doing the beta, is it doesn't matter when you get into those, like, say, rifts. They're hard so if you're not good at it and you're, you've just taken this straight skip you're gonna get dumpstered though yet again my perception could be wrong about it but from when i played diablo 3 the further up you like if you're skipping things and going further up if you're not good at it you're gonna get dumpstered yeah so that comes this comes back to the people grind it versus people who pay to win people who grind it are usually better or at least spend some time grinding it. So yeah, but the rest still of the stuff just cosmetic stuff. Like the 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 faith armor is a mount armor. Do anything for the mount. It's you yeah. know what, but and you've got like a mount in, in WoW, and you've got some Diablo Immortal cosmetics. Like, yeah, it's like it's like the guy down the road and me, right? And let's say for example, I work my gut off for a million dollars, and he works. He doesn't do any work at all, and got given a million dollars from his mum. Right, and he goes and buys his house. I got my house, and I said, "Yeah, I worked my gut off for ten years to get this. Check how good that is. It's really good." And he goes, "Yeah," shrugs his shoulder and goes, "Yeah, no, nah, didn't do anything." But no, but tell me, within that scenario, are you which which side would you rather be on? I'd feel so much more proud that I've worked my ass off to get me where I need to be. I'd rather be on his side. Go water skiing. Go side. water skiing and fucking travel the world or do whatever he was doing up until he got to that point. Mm. <laughs> you know. Oh, uh, look. It, yet again, that's it, it's a convenience thing, isn't it? Like, well, if, yeah. If you have a lot of money, you're gonna have that convenience. Yeah. There. If you can go straight to go, then and collect it. collect two hundred bucks. Go straight to go. Yeah. But like, yeah, but, are you, uh, but are you gonna get that million dollars and then? Use it all up and then not have another. Don't have any good sort of income. Yeah, or I get it. I'll have the better skills. I have yeah, the like, saving you... skills, etc. I get that part, but yeah, that's that's what I was kind of getting at. Is would you rather the skills to get the money, or just get the money, but then you, like up front, you're good, but you offer in the long term, you shit. How about you, you have to know how to invest it? How about you give me a million dollars, and then you tell Noc to do his own stuff, and we'll tell you in ten years' time who feels better. But yet again, you have to know what to do with that money. You're, yeah, like it's you're still older and, and you know what you're doing. You give me a hundred million dollars and I'll work out a way to do <laughs> use that money. Yeah, it's called invest in Noctrius. He will show you how to pay to win. <laughs> but again, that's still you gotta know how to do it, not just yeah. I, I get your, dollars, I'm I get, gonna use it. I get your point. I, some of the best yeah. players I've played with in my life of gaming um are players which play the game. And you could tell they've done little grinds and they've they've worked out stupid little things, you know. There's nothing more frustrating to me when somebody has been has got a really high level character or something in the game 
and you tell them something and they're like, oh, I didn't know that. And you're like, how did you not know that? There's no <laughs> way you got to level 60 without knowing that. And yep. that's frustrating to me. But yeah, I definitely, I'm definitely not the, like I said, I'll pay for it for space. I think they, so I reckon they see me coming straight away to a game. They, they, but, they but then actually again, I know. think that's pay for convenience. I don't think that's pay to win. I think that that's convenience is a win. No, I, see, I, that, that's why I think they are. It depends on the game, but if you're going to make a choice between carrying two items and you haven't got the room for both, and you make a choice and leave one behind because your bag size isn't big enough, and you and the other person next to you says, "Oh, that's right, I I spend an extra fifty bucks and I got these bigger bags. I'll take that item." That will then translate later on to be more ahead. They've got that more item gold, to sell more, more gold. Power better items, better. So yeah, when again, they, meet, they meet in battle at the end of the day and they're like, they start off the beginning of the day level, but at the end of the day, you're like, oh shit, how'd you afford that? Oh, that's because I've got a bigger bag and therefore I've got a bigger sword and now I'm going to kill you. Easier. That's why I see it. So I admit to that. I know it's pay, to conven- pay for convenience, but convenience is also a win. It's like getting it's a like mount. In- indirectly pay to win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you get a mount early straight away. If you get a mount straight away in most games, then you've got an advantage over those who don't. For travel time, you're basically cutting you're down. New world, they just don't let you have those. No, nah, yeah, yeah. so you basically you're paying to cut down time in terms of like inventory stuff. You just kind of like, I can do everything quicker. Yeah, more or less. Hundred percent. I'm not against it. I, All right. I think you're allowed to do what you want. It's your money. It's your game. Oh, hundred percent. How you want to play it. I don't pay your sub. <laughs> yeah, not not telling people don't do it, but I just don't do it. Mm. Unless yeah. it's Tarkov and I purchase more inventory space. <laughs> I don't do it, but... Um, you purchase more inventory space. I do inventory space. I don't do yeah. it, but I do it. Yeah, I don't do it, but I do it. <laughs> yeah. I indirectly yeah. pay to me, which makes me feel a little... You make me feel bad now about all the people I killed because I probably killed them because I had more space. No. <laughs> I'm going to have to send them a letter now. Okay, then, then you know remove the good, Tarkov from it. You know the good people, news, Bart? You good... pay to win for things like uh, Candy Crush. You get more lives. Wait, you actually pay to win on Candy Crush? Yeah, that's like the big one of the biggest well-known games for pay to win because you can you can play a game, you run out of lives. Oh, you can either wait... You know what, Or you can spend this money and do more. We're creating a generation of people just bribe people, you know? Kit gets in the car, right, to do his P's, do his P's test. He's driving along and they say, oh, you failed. It goes, I'll give you 100 bucks. I mean, that's... But in saying that, that's never gone. True. We we started with a barter system before we actually had money. True. So we've we've just extended on it. If anything, the problem isn't pay to win. The problem is loot boxes and paying the the roulette around that and paying for cosmetics. Oh, no. I say, no, I love loot boxes. No, I think that's the biggest trap for younger generations. Oh, no. Like, to gambling. Show 100%. me loot boxes and I'll give you my credit cards. All of them. No, okay, you can. Like, I won't use them on loot boxes, but you can give me <laughs> your credit cards. I love loot boxes. Uh, that's something like I don't I don't buy into, and it's it's for for example, League of Legends. I'm such a hypocrite that... on this topic, you know. I just realised that <laughs> because one thing I was just thinking about in Arcage, I love buying loot boxes, especially the ones which give me advantages, stuff which has an advantage in them. <laughs> just no, nah, think... which which is which is actually pay to gamble and then gamble to win. Yeah, I, I like I I fell into that trap when I was playing League of Legends when I was like 19. Because like all the friends would come around, would have a LAN party, and would play League of Legends all together, and then would be like, okay, you lose a game, right? you got a mystery skin somebody, so you're, you're mystery skinning people, and then it's like it's a gamble of what they're actually going to get, yeah. As well as like you you'd go, oh, they got that, I'm going to do one for myself. So you're like forking out money for this, yeah. Like, I, I'm so reflecting on it, I'm so against it. That's it's another. Such a that's another topic. trap. It's no difference to going up to that's a next, and throwing ne- twenty bucks. In. Next week's topic: loot boxes. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Next. Oh. No, seriously. Next week we'll chat that. All right. So we'll move All on right. from this, but let's finish up with some. So, Suji, you're you 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 don't like pay to win. Oh, I, mean, you don't I don't use like it. it. I mean, I do it indirectly, but I like it's if I like it, do do what you want with your own money. But I'm not gonna pay directly for just stat boosting yep. or XP boosting or nothing like that. I'm just like, yeah, 
I'll pay for inventory space, but I'm not paying for a direct. I've got more strength than you sort of thing. Okay. Noki? People can do what they want with their money. I've got nothing wrong with it, as long as it's still fair enough playing field where I can get the item that you're paying for. Even if, it takes, even if it takes you seven years to get it. Yeah, even if it takes me seven years, it's still available to me, so I think that's fair. So okay. I'm fine with it to a point. I just hate it. I was going to tell you now, I hate it. I absolutely hate pay to win. So... Stop paying to win. <laughs> stop falling into the trap. I do. I, I do fall into it, but I just hate it. I think I think you buy the game once, and I don't mind cosmetics, but nah, pay to win. All right, the next topic is loot uh, loot boxes for next week. We'll have a chat on that. We'll see how that leads to pay to win too. It'll be a good discussion. We can check up some stats on that. We're going to move on to something else, guys. I've sent you a nice little picture. Um, I don't know if you see that lovely little picture oh, I've sent I sent you. I have seen it. Um, yeah, it's, okay. it's just looking at the differences um, of um, – I just – it's just I, I don't get it. I don't get um, – it's about e, e um, scooters or electronic scooters. Um, it's more so about the laws in Australia. Now, I, I frequent Brisbane a little bit, and I love Brisbane. I think I think Brisbane's like the best city in the world. Um, sorry, best city in Australia, not best in the world. I think Singapore is the best in the world, but Brisbane's a great city. It's got a great combination of everything for everybody, different levels of life, different types of everything, and their e scooter system is just brilliant. Yes, it's a little bit yucky in terms of. There's a lot of e-scooters around, and sometimes they're in the curve and in the bushes and in the drains and the and that. But pretty much, you can go most places in Brisbane, and next around the corner from you is a e-scooter where you can just go and tap and hop on it and scooter away with it, and then just drop it outside your your house basically and just say thanks very much, Mister e-scooter. I'll leave you here, and then just tap off with it like an Opal Car type system, and then they go inside. And they use it for everything. It's reduced traffic in a city, which is fantastic. It's obviously much better for the environment. Let's not go down there because it's probably coal fired. So therefore, let's not do that. Let's just pretend. <laughs> let's just pretend there's solar panels on the on the scooter. Uh, but it's, it's probably it's better for congestion and that sort of stuff in cities. And um, everybody's using it, and it's really great. My my issue is when I, as, as um, the owner of a um, computer and tech store. Um, I've actually got the suppliers for the biggest brands in e-scooters on my list. So they keep on trying to push it to me and say, hey, do you want to sell some e-scooters? And I'm like, well, I can't. Well, I can sell them. I'm allowed to sell them. The people who buy them aren't allowed to use them. And that's just the dumbest thing in the world. If you look at the um, the, the, the graph I gave you, which is actually fairly um, discriminatory to Australia because the speed limit in in sorry to New South Wales because the speed limit in Queensland is mostly 60 kilometers an hour right so therefore the scooters are allowed to um are not allowed to go I think it's yeah I think it's 60 in Brisbane but I don't get that because they, they're allowed to go everywhere in Brisbane so I don't know what that actually means um less than six, 50 kilometers an hour less than 50 um it doesn't make sense no. to me they got the speed limit enforcements from that picture. You can see the speed limit on Australia with them is 25 kilometers per hour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it says there that the color of it is says that it's it's an actual text which goes with it says that um, the they're allowed anywhere, they're street legal on any road which is less than 50 kilometers an hour, which technically is nearly, they're illegal. On every road. Oh, so basically, what you're saying is, if uh, if, if the if the road says sixty, you can't, you can't ride your scooter regardless. Yeah. But if it's under fifty, you can go do your twenty five yeah. down the street. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I get that. But yeah, in okay. Brisbane, the graph says that. But in Brisbane, they ride everywhere, and it's legal. It's okay. And what they're well, doing CBD is probably all fifty. Yeah, and maybe it should be equal to fifty or less. Maybe. Maybe that's it. Maybe they forgot. Yeah, I think it's probably equal to equal to fifty or less. Yeah, and maybe yeah. their maybe their speed limit is fifty and not sixty. I thought it was sixty there, um, but that the, yeah, that would make sense. It must be fifty then. So anyway, that their biggest problem over there. Okay, so I'll tell you some issues with the e, the e scooters that they're aware of. First off, it's got a massive trauma problem with people getting accidents, going to hospital. Uh, Twenty five kilometers an hour, you come off that, you're actually in serious trouble. So uh, a lot of people don't wear helmets, so they're, they're fine them, which is fine. That's fine. It's a rule. Wear your helmet. Yeah. Um, they're hitting people. Okay, they're actually running over pedestrians a lot. Twenty-five kilometers an hour hitting you, at you're in trouble too. 
Okay, the two people in trouble there. Okay, they're gonna. But, but is is that is that pedestrians not seeing a scooter and just stepping out in front of? Yeah, of both. Yeah, it's probably a bit, it's probably a big mixture. Yeah, uh, the amount of head injuries due to it because people not wearing helmets. Again, it's a helmet issue. Um, That's called natural selection. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, <laughs> it's a simple rule, and that it, you know why, but because these people go to like the club or pubs or whatever, and they take their e- their e scooters with them. And they don't want to take a helmet with them because it's not cool. So they just, I saw lots of people there without a helmet. But the police are actually policing it now by setting up um, helmet checks in places where they're actually handing out fines for anybody caught without it. They're also doing um, speed camera checks now too in a lot of places where looking for only scooters and actually finding them for going over the speed limit of, for, of the scooter area. But what I like about it is they're being, they're being actually um, quite positive about the whole thing and, and proactive about it and say, okay, these are our problems. Here's our fines, and here's how we're going to police it and use it, which is is really good. Um, you'll see minimum age of sixteen, a bell required, um, sc- scooter weight limits as well. You can see that that you can see there from the map. I know you guys viewers can't see it. Um, it's on a website, which if you shoot out to me, I'll um I'll be able to give it to you. Um, but it tells you the rules for, for basically Queensland's the one which is actually kind of embrace this then you go to new south wales south australia northern territory and victoria which by the way basically surrounds queensland and you're only allowed to use it on privately owned um land and and roads your own driveway you can't leave your driveway and if you've got an acreage that's fine if you've got an acreage which i suppose a lot of concrete and driveways you're fine um tasmania has has got some rules there which are great and Western Australia, of course, they're their own country anyway. And they don't care. They've got scooters going all over the place. By all over the place, they've only got one city there, so that's all right. But what I don't get well, you, is why you, just you, over the border, we've gone from this brilliant device, which everybody's running around on making the best use of, and sure, there's some problems, but also less cars would mean do those scooter injuries add up to the same as the car injuries, et cetera? You know, you can get really into the data there to see if it's reducing traffic and that's helping saving people, et cetera. And then you cross over the border and it's, no, these things are bad and will kill you instantly. You know, it's just, no, I, I don't that get they, it. Pe- they portray that, but if you see they're privately owned scooters, not street legal. So a company or a, AKA the government mm-hmm. can probably, can, create a business to generate more mm-hmm. money by allowing you to use their scooters Very if good. you pay. Very well read. It's um, There are a couple trials. So the reason why they've got that law in place is there are a number of places doing trials. And these trials are where companies are coming in um, with these, um, I know the name of it, I can't think of it right now. It's a four-letter word. Um, they, they're coming in and they're putting their scooters around a town and you can actually hop on their scooters and use them. But they're only in very limited spaces. I think one's coming to Lake Macquarie soon, which is, is only... Bing? Sorry? Bing. Yeah, I think so. B-E-A-M. Yeah, that's them, yeah. So I yeah, think that there's some of them coming in soon, which is like for Lake Macquarie, which is going to be only allowed to be used on on the bike path and walking path around the lake. Yeah, they're, they're in Lake Macquarie already. Yeah, so they're a trial. Didn't- do you know my only issue with that is, do they have helmets attached to the scooter? They do for the bikes. I don't know about the scooters. That's what I mean. Like it, now you're just gonna you're opening people up to not use helmets because they don't have their own scooters, so they don't have a purpose to buy their own helmet. This is just some bloke that's probably had yeah. fourteen beers, paying the the ten bucks, and sm- hooning around on this scooter trying to do jumps and stuff and it's probably going to hurt himself yeah here it is here new south wales because i'd i'd do that drink 14 beers and hire a scooter and go <laughs> hurt myself um new south wales e-scooter rules are can only be used through an approved shared e-scooter scheme so that's where the government's making some money they can also only be ridden in bicycle lanes and paths or shared paths um, and it says here, and this goes back to my first comment, and it's probably what lost me the first time, was, and roads with a speed limit of less than 50 kilometers an hour. Does that include 50? Uh, you think they so. They said unless... less. They said, they say they're less. So, yeah, they're saying less than 50, so that's not 
like less than not know. including fifty. So that means just forty k's and under, which is which doesn't yeah. exist, right? I mean, it does uh, in school zones? <laughs> not really. I mean, some streets in like the Newcastle area are thirty. Um, I reckon it's just bad that's wording. Not many. I reckon it's fifty k zones. It's just bad wording. I think they're just hopeless. Out yeah, of the yeah, I think so too. Um, so it must be an approved bicycle helmet. Um, they can't go. Oh, in New South Wales, they can't go faster than twenty. Where it's twenty five, I believe, in Queensland. Um, well, here, here's my question, which will lead to a much bigger question, but it's a big question I've got, and I think it's something which we should actually have a think tank on eventually one day. And that is, for one country, why is it so different to have one rule to another? And, you, and we'll, we'll base it around the East Coast, but what's the difference between Queensland, New South Wales, and South Australia? What's the difference? Why have we got Maybe so many different the, rules? I think it might come down to the legislative like committees. So what, what rules they actually have in place, because obviously the size of our country comes with variation here, but it may come down to the, the policy, like the, the insurance based policies of your state. So how covered are you? If you're in an accident, how covered are you? If there's damage to that, that device, right. And, and the ways around that, as well as, you know, some States may be worried about the possible, damages to the people they don't want all these the dramas around getting hurt i i'm just thinking theoretically yeah here. I'm not. I, I think i've solved the problem i've just looked at it all the trials happening in australia are run by two companies one's called beam another one's called neuron we need to buy some serious shares in those two companies because they've got somebody working in politics for them Absolutely. Actually, that's I reckon we had to cut this out of the podcast. Um, yeah, I reckon that's the nephew <laughs> of a minister for transport somewhere. Like, how did they seal that deal? Yeah, that's and they're also clearing them in New, uh, New Zealand as well. So who beam? Yeah, beams in New Zealand. They're like in Wellington. I think they're in Boston, Christchurch. Yeah. Do you think they yeah. should be uh, allowed to be a public transport that we have to pay the government for? What's wrong with somebody having their own? Someone can have their own bike. I mean, before anybody thinks, oh, God, Jake, calm down, mate. Calm down. Jeez, go have a coffee. Hang on. What if, what if they turned around tomorrow and said, okay, motorbikes are now owned by the state and you must rent it off us? What if they said that with cars? You can no longer drive a car anymore. You must now rent it off a You know what I mean? It's, it's a form of transport. What, what? I think I, th- I think it comes down to not not even that it's the renting part. I think like we we play um, registration and you know, green slip all that for our car, so they 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 know what's going on with them. They're tracked. They're they're down in a system. I think that is what some of the states may want for these e you know, e devices as well. And bike because that conversation always comes up with just regular bikes. Okay, there's there's increase in accidents that are occurring and problems on the road, possibly a way to solve those solutions is to have a registration with the bike. Obviously nowhere near as expensive as a car, but maybe people need to be like, okay, I need to pay to, to use my bike, bike paths and in, on the road and get to work. Maybe I need to pay 20 bucks a year, register my bike. I, I, I like this idea because think about all of the, the bike paths that have been made for the cyclists. But the cyclists don't pay cent to the government for them to be built. Yet we pay hundred. You know, some people have. Oh, you know, my I know my registration is just over a thousand. Oh well, that's including a green slip, but it's over a thousand a year. Yeah. And our roads are absolutely horrendous. They suck. I'd They're not great. It'd be interesting to know if Beam and Neuron have insurance on those bikes. So I think they do. I think you... that's the the big thing is they're required to have that. In case they get crashed or okay. lost, or well, how hard can it, how can I'm just looking at some of my guys, some of the the scooters I can get, and ones which meet all these rules. Um, a good one, you're looking at two and a half, three thousand dollars. Um, I'd buy that. You know, if I, if I could, that's not a bad price for me. That that's not bad. If if they're going to tack on another two hundred dollars a year for insurance um, to register it, I'm happy to do that. Look how much you're saving. Like, let's say if Amazing. you live in the CBD, you, you, you so either you spend twenty half hour in the car in traffic, yeah, or you spend twenty minutes on a scooter. That's 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 way cheaper. Yeah, 
and per look, year. Like I, it's, I don't know it's the, almost a no-brainer. I don't know the stats of a um, person on a scooter going 25 kilometers running into a person, but I do know the stats of what happens when a um, like a ram runs into a person at, at, at 50 kilometers or tw- at 50 k's an hour, which is their limit, or the, in that zone. You know, so if a ram runs into a person, we kind of know how that's going to end. So, yeah, I why why are they putting that on the car? Why why can't people have their own scooter? And then I've got the answer in front of me, and that was that, each scooter rider filmed going almost a hundred kilometers an hour on Australian roads before crash. Another oh, one. Oh, you is, see the one? <laughs> Sorry, I'll leave. That was probably that one. Another one was um um drugged up each scooter rider clocked a hundred kilometers an hour around Canberra. Um. Modified, sorry, the, a heavily modified. Oh, that was meta, that was actually modified. A heavily modified e scooter. Now, here's my answer to that. If they're worried about that, just police it. Yeah, just police it. Right. What I was gonna say is there was there's the video of the one getting around where he's he's on like the he's on like a highway doing like ninety. Was that recently? Because <laughs> that might be the one I'm looking at. I mean, that's yeah. I've actually got a story about that. Like. A situation where I've seen an e-scooter on the road going down Dora Creek from my workplace, um, going home, I actually saw one of my ex-students on this e-scooter flying down in a 90 zone and I was going 90 and he overtook me. <laughs> so I would hate to imagine how fast he's going. Isn't that survival of the fittest? That, that, well, yeah, it's survival of the fittest. Because if he comes but, off, he's hey, a goner. Hey. He's a goner, but he was wearing a helmet. Hey, hey well, look, he's, his head will be intact. He won't have anything else left of him. Mm. Um, <laughs> and I can tell you, he definitely wasn't wearing any sort he, of Here's the issue. Like yeah, he, 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 sorry, he, here's the issue with that, right? When a truck goes past somebody on an e-scooter, you guys, yeah, you're, you've been around a while. You guys know what happens when you stay on the side of the road and a truck goes past 100 k's. It, yep. it, it moves you, right? You get moved. Even in a yep. car, you can feel it. Against the car sometimes, right? With yeah, an the e-scooter, the now, wind does they drive. I don't by. ride a bike on the on the road, so I know I know you don't knock, but I, I think you have stooge. I'd imagine a truck going past, you know, hundred hundred ten k's an hour, which it's legally allowed to do. I have a feeling, in with an e-scooter, it could actually it could actually push mm. you off the road. Yeah, it very it very well can. Yeah, with it, like the physics of the wind and the push and the amount, yeah, the air, the air pressure. Yeah, yeah, definitely can. So, I'd say. I'm okay with it. Like, for example, how hard is it for a police officer to 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 be driving along the freeway like they are and pull over the e scooter and say you're not allowed on this road? No e scooters on that road. Not it's hard. A, it's the main just road. Gonna pull, just got to have a cop yeah. there. The 50 k zone is what we're talking about. You know, I'm not talking about silly stuff like getting a put it on the freeway between here and Sydney or something like that. You know, get get, get a bus, get a train, take it on. Some of these guys. In Brisbane, it's crazy, right? You see them go to the train station or the buses and they pick up their e-scooters and hop on the train. Yeah. Yeah, it's not... Okay, there's going to be... There's always five dickheads, right? There's always there's yeah. always five. There used to be only one, but we're changing times now. We've got five now, right? Just deal with them and let people have their own scooter and just police it and make sure that, okay, when you pull somebody over on a on an e-scooter, you find them. And that's what it is. Said. Like it's it's like fine you would on a motorbike. What? There's 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 your money income, yeah. rather than just cancel it. There's your there's your money income. Yeah. Which I'm sure the government's going to love. They're going to love finer people. They already do. Yeah. And and then for another discussion, and I don't know who we can bring in on this one because I I think we all agree on this one. So it'll be pretty boring. But is you know the you're right about the bicycle bike guys that they pay nothing, and they get their own lanes. Yeah. And they cause injuries. Oh, they and, cause all sorts of issues. And they, they affect the medical um, yeah, institutions that too, as far as like hospitals and all that sort of stuff by getting rushed to it. The amount of times I've seen ambulance on Hexham because of a bike ride is huge. Yeah. And you know what? It's probably a truck or car gone past and clipped them. I know that. But still, it still goes back to you know being a problem. So do they, do they have to... Pay anything? No, they don't, do they? No, they don't pay nothing. Is it because it's not electric? Probably because it's not electric. It's not powered by okay. something, I guess. But still, like they have whole bike lanes dedicated to them. All right. So to finish I up think on they this, should be kick on. Sorry, kick on. I, I just think they should pay for some sort of introduce road... a registration. 
yeah. road road tax or something like yeah. But then 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 you have to start policing the cyclists and go, hey, where's your bloody bicycle license or something? So I guess it is silly in a way, but it's not in another yeah. way. I think the only time they really need a police is when they're breaking the law, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's the only time we really yeah. get policed. Other than obviously, true. there's automatic systems in place where a cop can go past their camera and random breath testing. Up. But besides, and that's fair. That's but fair. Why? Why can't they? Obviously, they don't need to have a license plate, but they should have a, a registration for it. Yeah, maybe a card yeah. that you keep on you that's attached to either it's either a physical card or a card that you can have on your phone through your um, Service New South Wales app. All right, yeah. so throw a spinner in the works, Mark, because I just don't know. E-bikes, do they have any, because they can go, do they yep, have been, any? Been on one for about 30 calories an hour. It's do they scary. have any rules different to the e-scooter versus a bike? I don't think they do. They're, they're classified as nope. a bike, correct? They're classified as a bike. They're treated the same as a bike. I think I think the only issue is why they... They mentioned that I think a bike is much more controllable, I guess, than a scooter, which I do agree they are because you're on the bike more so than just standing on a platform and have some handlebars. I agree. But, but it's still like, yeah, they're kind of the same category because they're e, e electronic modes of transportation. Yeah. Well, okay. I'll, I'll throw a spanner in the work. So I've got a bit of a bit of a story I can tell you about, you know, bikes and the danger of so it do, I think it doesn't matter whether it's a bike or a scooter in a lot of ways. They're going to cause a lot of damage, especially if you're not wearing a helmet. Yeah, yeah back, 100%. Back when I was in my previous job and I was out on a break, it was about 9 o'clock at night, um, I actually had a customer riding into our store, as in going through the car park, and a car not even going more than 10 k's an hour knocked him off the bike. Now, it would have been all well and good, except he didn't have a helmet on and he's head landed on the concrete mm. sad to say he did pass away at the scene before the ambos got there mm. so it was a shocking thing but 10 k's an hour and i don't even think his bike was probably going more than maybe from the way he was riding yeah and that's just the lack of a helmet yeah so you've got that danger there for bikes and for scooters so mm. that's where it comes as such a a problem in so many ways yeah for registration on it <laughs> Yeah. Make people pay to look, use it. Look, I'll, I'll finish up with a – I'm not going to use one. I'll be honest with people. If I lived in the city, I could see it being a massive benefit. I see people whinging about cars in the city. I see this as a simple answer, and I see the problems that people are coming up with are just simple answers as well. I don't see anything really technically bad about it. Um, you know, like I said, just police it, and it's in the city. As far as rule goes, not needed. Needs to be policed, and probably not needed. And the speed limit zone thing seems to be fairly smart if they can get their typos right or or their wording right. Um, I wouldn't. I would, if it came in today for New South Wales, I don't live in an area where I'd find it useful, so I would not use it. But when I travel places, and we know this overseas, I find it good. So even though I wouldn't use it directly. I can see it being hugely beneficial. I, I think it's a cheap way for people to to get to work and back. It's it's. I imagine it's environmentally better um, than than having a car. As far as space is concerned, you have two people in a house or an apartment in a city. You only get one space if you're lucky. So having two cars is difficult. So having a scooter is an advantage. It doesn't take up all the space of a motorbike. It can just go in the house with you. Um, not really dirty. They're certainly not loud because uh, you don't even hear them going past you, the ones in Brizzy. They're, they're pretty quiet. That's why they've got a bell because you can, actually can't – they're electric, so you don't actually hear them very much. Um, yeah. They could actually reduce noise as well if they became in certain areas because the, you wouldn't have the, all the cars. I, I just think it's a no-brainer to put them in play and build laws around them and, and yeah, let's go for it and – those laws are there, and those people which break the laws, doing 100 kilometers an hour or not wearing a helmet, I'm just thinking, you know, if it's natural selection then. If you're making those choices, you know, it's like driving a car without a seatbelt or drink driving and you have an accident. Um, my only concern is there needs to be something in place to help the health system deal with that, and that's what insurances are often there for. So maybe get people that if you're going to have a private one, 
you have to register that private one and with that becomes a like a like a green slip a, a mandatory um, um, third-party insurance thing so if you do hit and run over somebody or knock them down their medical expenses are all paid and it's all it's yeah. all covered for um, I, yeah. I, I think I agree with that 100%. That's, yeah. I don't so think a green slip would cover a lot of this, and I yeah. don't think it should be discriminated just at e-bikes. I genuinely think it should go down to regular bikes as well. Maybe not regular scooters. Yep. Regular bikes. Okay. Because they've got, they've got the speed behind them. Yep. Okay, I'll throw another spanner on the works here. People that ride the electric skateboards. Are they a thing? Or even standard skateboards. Is that is that the one are. where they ride the skateboards and they're they're holding a controller in their hand or something? Yep. Yep. Okay. I saw one. I've seen them in Brisbane actually. I'm pretty a, sure uh, they're not road legal, so they're not allowed to use them on roads. Where that that that's our big key point. Yeah. Well, I suppose they are actually even more dangerous because you. Well, their wheels are different, right? Wheels are small, yeah. and they yeah. you, you know I, I've I've ridden you know long boards so bigger than skateboard like normal skateboards and yeah a, a, a rock that wouldn't affect a bike or even a moderately big scooter a, sc- a longboard will basically stop dead and you'll get thrown off so i can see why they're just not allowed yeah i'm pretty sure under like don't quote me but i'm pretty sure under law they're they're scooters like not scooters um skateboards are not allowed to be ridden on roads and they're right, technically only allowed to be property and in yeah yeah obviously and, i think that is true and let's put make sure they've got lights on them and let's put the oh make them safe you know but let's yeah, give it a go let's give it a go it's all about issues you know seriously if, you, if you're actually listening albanese or anybody else listen to us employ us we'll put this in place it's not actually hard We'll just adapt a system in place which is already there for motorbikes, basically. Put the similar type of system in place which is in there for them. Uh, a couple of different rules, and that is they can go under 50, those can go over 50s. The rest of the rules are pretty much the same. Wear a helmet and, you know, drive, you know, properly and that sort of stuff. I think you could save a lot of other issues there, especially with cars and cost of living. And you know, I just linked you guys a really good one, which I think is like six grand. I mean, six grand. Gee, that's pretty to go off road. <laughs> I mean, that is, yeah. God. I mean, they're 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 pretty they're pretty decent things. These these things, and um, you know, it folds down, um, and it goes well. And Joe, you know, it's something which I mean, I know that's at the high end, um, uh, being six grand, and this one here, which I'll link to you, is um, is two and a half thousand. Um, Overboard. They got apparent. Oh, they're, they're those things. Oh, um, I had one, but I didn't have it. It's gone. But yeah, it's you know you're looking at you're looking at decent prices for these things. So I just yeah I just believe. Hey, why not? Let's try it. So we're in agreement. So let's do it. Right oh, here we go. Oh, that's okay. I genuinely think just do it. <laughs> they, they, oh yeah, let's go. I'll gladly go for a go kart. Little e e go e go kart. What do you, what do you call that? Yeah, yeah it's a go kart pro Lamborghini. I mean, wow. Yeah, we'll How do that. Fast does it go? Um, so look at that, guys. We didn't say we didn't didn't solve the pay to win issue. That's for sure. Um, because we are conflicted and we disagree, and it just sucks. But we're hypocrites anyway, so that's yeah. fine. But I you think you guys are not me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but I think we absolutely did um did solve the issue. Um. With the e-bikes, it's just a, it's just a no-brainer. I just Red don't. And green slip. I don't get why. CTP. Honestly, I just don't get why it's such a, a big issue. Um, and from com- coming from in and out of Brisbane for the last two years, and you know, I, I just I always shake my head as soon as I get into Brisbane. There, they're just everywhere, and you're like, that's so cool. And then you go across the border, and it's like banned, illegal, wrong, will kill you. And I'm just like, what? This is just how can how can two governments in the same country have two completely different views on something. It's just, mm. we're not talking about something costing 20 bucks and something costing 50 bucks. We're talking about one of it is going to save and revolutionize the way we live. The other one will kill you and you're dead and it's terrible and you're the devil for having it. It's just weird. Yeah. It's just really weird. And I, and obviously New South Wales isn't the bad state. New, Queensland is the bad state because they're the ones doing it. They're the ones going ahead with it. All of the other states nearly are on board with New South Wales and saying it's terrible. Just dumb. But we solved that problem, guys. So, um, if you ever, yeah. ever need problems, and if anyone wants to find it. me on it, uh, you know, you can find me 
Yeah. The, uh, if if you want to if you want to argue with us, um, we'll get some e-scooters and we'll have a race and. <laughs> And that'll that'll work out. You guys need well. scooters, me and the master too. Let's go. Yeah. Oh god, I got a scooter. It's okay, I'll take a scooter. Thank you, Noki. Thanks for joining me tonight. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you for having me as always. No worries. Always good, man. And thank you, Stoogie. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Stoogie likes it by the way because he's got a Land Cruiser. He's just he's not going to feel them when he goes over them. No, nah, I'm just going to be oh, <laughs> a little bump in the road. <laughs> they 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 need to fix these roads. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it'll be thank you guys have a fantastic night and everybody on the podcast thank you very much for all your support we absolutely love all your support and we love your questions coming in one of those questions that uh, we just talked about tonight um, the scooters was actually uh, raised by a, um, a um, person who's in our community and said hey what do you think of these scooters coming to a trial in, in Lake Macquarie and that's where I thought I'd bring it up so any any questions you have please shoot us and um shoot us a a question and we'll see if we can get on it other than that see you guys later thank you very much bye bye